building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello, welcome back to another episode about the things that people say. We are in episode 98 today. It is honestly insane. Last year at this time, I was stressing out about how I was even going to produce a podcast, and I had not a clue how to do it. And here we are, almost at episode 100. So I'm pretty proud of that. I know that we have talked about this topic on the podcast a few times, and I really think it's worth bringing it up over and over again. There are a few things that have happened in my both personal life and my professional life that have really enforced the idea for me recently that you are who you surround yourself. And it is honestly easier than you would think to stoop to the level of the people around you instead of them rising to to your level. So here are, here are the facts. The people around you make you who you are, and this is supported by a lot of different things, like the environment that you're raised in often shapes who you are. And for example, when you're raised in a really critical environment, and I've seen this in my own family, not my home growing up, but like my dad's parents um, were very critical, and it, it makes you more critical on yourself and the people around you when you are criticized all the time. When you are around people that aren't making great choices, you're also more likely to make those choices. And this has happened to me a million times. It honestly still sometimes happens to me today, and so on. So we also have genetic predispositions to certain traits and certain disorders, and I've seen that in my family too. Like a number of people in my family have ADHD. Um, we have some alcoholism and addiction in my family, and it all—all all of these things really kind of make you who you are. At the same time, and kind of running against this theory, is that it's really freaking hard for people to change. I'm sure you've heard how long it takes to make a new habit and really cement it into your life. And it's even harder to change the deep-rooted things like your outlook on life, your attitude, and how you show up with every day, how you deal with pressure. In preparing for this episode, I also found out that there are the quote-unquote big five traits And they are pretty stable throughout the entire arc of your life. And those are openness to experience, how conscientious you are, how extroverted or introverted you are, how agreeable you are, can't say I'm the most agreeable person, and how neurotic you are. I think a lot of people believe that by rising above the people around them, the people around them are more likely to rise too. And that sure, it sure can happen sometimes, but it's actually usually the opposite, where we are more likely to sink to the lowest common denominator in the room, in our friend group, etc. So we stick around and we try to help people, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really serve us or them. So like I said at the beginning of the episode, there are a few things that have been happening lately in my life that really reinforce this for me. Professionally, I think I've talked about this a few times 
recently on the podcast, but I had gotten into a situation professionally where I wasn't really taking my own advice and I was choosing to surround myself with people whose choices and attitudes were not serving me. And my involvement with these people is a big part of what led to my recent, I don't know, breakdown, burnout, whatever you want to call it. When you're already exhausted from working and you have a ton on your plate and then you get sick twice like I did lately, Um, I got back from a trip to Tulum and got the flu. That was fun. And then a couple weeks ago, I finally had COVID for the first time. And both of these things just took me out. And I'm sure you all know, especially any high achievers listening, when you have a really full plate and then you get sick, it's like, oh my God, time to spiral. Great. So when you have those things going on, you don't need personal or professional drama on top of it. So I decided that I had to set some boundaries. I had to cut ties with some people. I had to set some really strong standards and boundaries with other people in both my professional and personal lives. It was really necessary. And I think half the reason that I publish this content every week, and I talk about this on LinkedIn all the time, is that I have to consistently remind myself to do what I know is right for me, even when it's freaking hard. And it really is freaking hard to set these boundaries, and it's even harder to hold them. Another situation in which I've recently seen how true it is that you are who you surround yourself with, and it is literally the clearest example that I probably have ever seen on this topic, is with one of my kids. Her dad and I keep reminding her that she is who she surrounds herself with. And there's no teenager on the entire planet that wants to hear this from their parents. They're like, oh, cool. Well, I don't listen to you anyway. (laughs) It's kind of infuriating, but all good. She has to learn her own lessons, right? She's hanging out with certain kids at school who seem cool. I don't know if they're the cool kids, whatever. But they do not make great choices. They're skipping school. They're partying. They're not trying. They're not showing up for work and getting fired. And one thing that my daughter is doing really well She's amazing because she has tried really hard to take these kids with her, to help them in school, to try to help them make better choices, but it's not working and it puts stress on her. And now she's seeing the real impact and kind of, you know, the self-fulfilling prophecy of what her dad and I have been telling her that her grades are slipping and the impact of these friends is affecting her other relationships. And in turn, it's affecting the privileges that she has as a kid. And it's just, it's really hard for her. And I'm sure all of you parents that are listening to this, I'm sure you have similar situations with your older kids, especially that when you have friends that are really dramatic or aren't making the right choices, it's really freaking easy to slip down into their behavior versus what you think will happen, which is pulling them up to your level. Frankly, I remember doing this exact same stuff when I was her age in high school and college and even beyond. I didn't always make the best choices. And I'm honestly, in hindsight, lucky to have gotten where I am, given some of the absolutely horrid choices that I made earlier in my life. It took me a really long time to learn this lesson. So I hope that it happens earlier for you. So how does this apply to you today? Take a step back and think about it. 
are you hanging on to friends from high school or college or old jobs or neighbors or wherever they come from that are comfortable relationships, but they do not serve you? Or they are helping you make choices that you maybe wouldn't normally make. Do your friends inspire you? Do they support you? Do they make you want to do better and be better? Or are they kind of dragging you down? something to consider. What about your coworkers? This is something that I think most people think they don't have a lot of impact on because you don't get to always pick who you work with, but you should look at your coworkers and understand, are they positive? Are they kind? Are they supportive? Or are they constantly stressing you out? If you are constantly stressed out by certain people, maybe it's time to make a change. And then what other relationships do you need to look at? One that I know is a touchy subject is family relationships. Now, you can't just cut them out, nor would I suggest doing that, but it's always good to look at your family relationships because you don't have to let everyone into your like really close circle and you don't have to give everyone access to your energy. And last but not least, how can you go about selecting the people that you do want to spend time with and being really purposeful about how you build your circle? A few years ago, I made a list in my phone of the people that I wanted to be friends with. And it was like the people in Milwaukee that were doing cool things, that were building companies, that were taking risks, that had awesome attitudes. You know, sometimes you have a coffee with you, you meet a new person and you're like, wow, I feel amazing after hanging out with them. Those are the people that I put on this list. And then I just started putting myself out there and reaching out to them and inviting them over for dinner or coffee or happy hour or whatever and seeing if they wanted to hang out. Now, I didn't become friends with all of those people, but I do have a really freaking cool group of friends now that are positive. We're always talking about new ideas. We have a ton of fun together and we're really supportive of each other. So that is it for today. A good reminder episode that you are who you surround yourself with. And if you are listening to this on the Friday when it's published, take the weekend and think about this a little bit. List out a few people that you might want to try to be friends with or to add to your circle. I appreciate you listening. And if you got value out of this episode, please share it on social, share it with just one person, and I will see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.